Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. What's a girl to do to become financially independent, to create more choices in her life so she can create freedom for herself and others? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, I want to invite you to check out our new Be Well Club. If you found wellness to be complicated with all the advice out there or all that's on your plate, you'll definitely want to join us. We're working together on wellness in every area of our life and making it simple. Join me for a free Be Well webinar where I'll be sharing six daily habits plus the one key to finally making it stick. You can RSVP for the link at lissafiggins.com forward slash be well, or just click the link in the show notes. And did you hear the news? The best part of the conversation is now happening after the episode in my new Facebook group community called Women Repurposed After 40. You can find the link in the show notes to join us for all the fun and extra goodies. And if you enjoy this podcast and think it would add value for someone else, it would mean the world to me if you leave a review at podchaser.com, I'll drop the link in the show notes, or right here on your favorite podcast platform. Every entry that goes in this month is going to have an extra bonus because it's my birthday month. So you may be asking, what's a girl to do if she wants to get her name in the drawing? I'm so glad you asked. There are two simple ways. One, leave a review on podchaser.com or this platform. Or two, screenshot an episode, post on social, and tag me at Lissa Figgins. Now let's rethink our financial independence. So today I am super excited to introduce you to my friend Sharita Humphrey. Um, and Sharita is amazing. You're gonna hear her story in just a minute, but she is a nationally recognized award-winning finance expert and money mentor. And she helps women to better understand manage and grow their money, and also helps entrepreneurs to learn to accelerate their business. Sound intriguing? Um, Previously, she was broken homeless. um, So she knows firsthand what financial freedom is and that it has a blueprint. And she's committed to helping women to change their financial trajectory and to become financial trailblazers. So Sharita, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. And I want you to, you know, tell us your story, right? From how you got from where you were, right? Being that broken homeless girl to right. now being a nationally recognized person that's teaching others how to do what you've done. So uh, thank first, thank you for having me. Uh, I am super excited to be here. Um, my journey sometimes still surprises me. I can't believe how far I've come 
um, especially like um, Lisa just mentioned, I was I, I lost everything. But the one thing that I want to say before I jump into my story is I lost things. I didn't lose hope. And that's why I think that I sit here um, to be able to encourage someone else that may be going through um, things that may not be um, at, in financial, but could be personal, uh, could be in your business. Just know that if you're not where you want to be, that you can certainly make changes in your life. Small changes could make the biggest outcomes. So for me, um, like Lisa mentioned, I was, um, I didn't grow up from, I didn't grow up with much, came from very humble beginnings. We didn't have um, financial conversations in our household, which is fine because that I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm like many who don't have those conversations about money and credit and savings and um, and how important it is to start thinking about retirement investing as early as you can. So, but my parents can't, I don't fault them. You don't know what you don't know and you can't teach what you don't know. So unfortunately, just going out there without being uh, prepared when it came to life from a financial standpoint, I ended up homeless with two small kids. And I thought that that had to have been like the worst part of my life because it would have been okay with me just being on my own and trying to figure it out. But being a mom of two small ones, trying to figure out what to do next, we literally didn't have anywhere to go. We spent a lot of time riding the bus to get out of this Houston heat because I reside in Texas. And one of the things that I could say was that even while we were trying to figure out where we were going to live, how were we going to, um, how I was going to regain my financial footing, one of the things that I started to do was to really make sure that. I started to educate myself on finances because we hear the cliche success leaves clues. So I wanted to make sure that I went after and started reading things about um, financial wellness, how to change um, your financial trajectory. Um, What does it mean to truly be financially fit? That was something that I had to do, not just for myself, but for my two children, because I, in my mind, they had no idea that we were homeless. They just thought that we were living in a, you know, in a motel and this was an ongoing vacation. But literally it was the, <laughs> in the, but it's as moms and um, as, as women, we can make the, be- the worst situation, um, you know, seem comfortable even when it's not. And so that's the one thing that I like about us as women that no matter what um, happens, we will kind of, we will figure it out. And not to take away from our male counterparts, but one of the things is most of us um, women were very resilient. But a lot of times we need we need one another to really be able to help push and inspire and uplift one another. Because you know what, life's already hard, and then to throw all of the life things on top of that definitely kept me down. But I'm very thankful to the Houston Public Library for having all of those amazing resources. Because I utilized that um, just being a mom, it was a way for me to be able to have an activity to get out of that one bedroom motel um, for, because we were there for several months. I thought we were going to, you know, I was going to be able to bounce back and, you know, kind of get ourselves back into um, our own place in a few weeks. But that didn't happen. It turned into several, <laughs> several months, um, wow. very close to a year. And so um, it took a lot. It was it, it, it was a. Um, it was a blessing in disguise. And when people always say that, they hear me and they're like, are you serious? They're like, I lost everything. I told you I didn't lose hope. So I knew that I was going to, it, there was something in me. My mom always told me that I was a rebel. And, and you know, at first I kind of took that as a negative undertone because I'm the middle child. 
But you know what? I figured out that, you know what? I'm not a rebel. I'm a trailblazer. And so I mm-hmm. needed to be able to go out on my own because I was not going to be able to change the trajectory of my life or what the legacy when it came to wealth for my family if I didn't hit rock bottom. So that's why I said it was a blessing in disguise because I was really able to figure out what I didn't know. And it pushed me to learn what I didn't know. And now I started to really get financially confident because I wasn't financially confident before, you know, being denied constantly for things, credit, you can't get this, you can't get that because unfortunately, unfortunately, and unfortunately our, our, Society is built built on credit. Um, it's a content. It's you as a content of your character. So for me, I wanted to make sure that the resume that any lender or creditor was looking for that that it reflected where I was now and not the mistakes that I made in the um, in the past. And so I really started to get myself in a, in that motel. I started to build what would now become my eight hundred credit journey. Wow. What would become. Um, me securing my government position. Yes, because I was living in a motel on government assistance, but I was determined to get what I considered my bucket list job. um, And that was always to work with the government in some shape or form. And so that was my driving force. But my why were my children? Because I said, you know what? When I hold my grandkids, I was thinking so, my mom always told me, I was a rebel, but it was a trailblazer because I was already, even though they were small, I was like, you know what? When I hold my grandkids, I want them to know that the work that I'm doing right now is going to allow them to have a flourishing life for generations to come. And so I was always thinking about that. I was, I'm always, I've always been a forward thinking, even in the worst situation, because they said, sometimes you can think your way out of a situation. And even though it doesn't look like what you where you are, it's not daydreaming with your put your putting action behind it. And so that's what I did every day. And so I want people to know you're looking at a young woman who was homeless and going to work and had two small kids. And every single day I was terrified that I was hoping that no one find out that we were living in a motel. But I was doing the best that I could with what I had. And so with that, I was able to finally to help us secure our own place. It felt like Disney World. <laughs> it felt like Disney World times 10. Um, and so when we got there, I said, I told my kids, I was like, I'm going to go and apply for this government job. And I did. They had 150 interviews to go through. And wow. I was 150. <laughs> and so 149 walked out and he's like, don't be nervous. I remember I was less like, okay. Cause I was shaking a little bit. I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the way I got one shot. <laughs> I have one opportunity. I have to be able to show up and just be my most authentic self, but let them know that I will, that I've come a long way to just to be at this point and that I wasn't and in my head. I wasn't walking out of there without that job, even though I was nervous. Mm. Needless to say, um, they called back two weeks, um, almost, well, um, three weeks later. So I was nervous. I was like, okay, maybe I didn't do such a good job, but they called me and they're like, Hey, can you start April 1st? And I'm like, is this a joke? (laughs) It was just like on April fool's day. 
am I being punked? And I'm like, right. so they're like, no. So my first government, my first day on my government position was April Fool's Day. And ah. so, <laughs> so you'll never forget it, right? I will never forget that because that was the most pivotal moment. My, I remember telling my kids, I got it. We jumped up and down. So excited. I just could not believe that I was there. Like, it was like a surreal moment for me. Like no one knew where I was, you know, where I came from, because guess what? You don't have to look like what you're going through. I still showed up in the, in the manner that allowed me to be able to continue the journey on to be successful. So I had a bigger fight in me than anyone else there, because I said, you know what, what I'm not going to do is go back to being homeless. And what I'm not going to do is not finish the goal that I told my children. Cause I said, you know what? We will never be homeless again. I said, we will never live a life like that. We will, I will create abundance in every shape or form. It wasn't just about money because I wanted them to know as a mom, as a, what they say, as a boy mom, um, I just wanted to make sure that I was putting the best that I could to them. So, because they are, are the future leaders. So for me, if nothing else happened, I was rearing leaders. So, but mm. how can they know to lead? They have to be able to see an example. So for me, I was their example. You would have thought, Lisa, after all of that, got my government position, was there for a few. I was like, oh, I'm retiring. I'm doing what everybody else says. I'm going to come back. I'm young, double dip, come back, get my retirement. Oh, I'm going to live the good life. <laughs> and so that was my goal. But when I got there, you know, once I've been there for a while, I have to met some amazing people. Um, and it was just something. And 149, just to make you guys in 150, got hired. <laughs> so I got hired with the guy who came out and said, don't be nervous. And we became the closest friends because I was still kind of like, uh, I want to just kind of show up, but was very welcoming and um, me, him and his wife became very good friends. And he was, you always have to always say, you know what? I believe in learning and looking, looking at those who went before me. So he was sharing a, a lot of words of wisdom, how to really be able to continue to go after what I believe in. And I was told him that I said, you know what? I don't want to date. I just want to be able to be successful and be a good mom and go after the, the, the dreams. And he's like, one day you're going to meet somebody and that's going to change. I was like, okay, well, that's not, that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> and just what he said happened. And I met while I was still at my government position, the person that would become my husband. And um, who knew we were having lunch one day with my coworker, 149. That's what, that's what I call him. <laughs> and he said, Hey, I said, you know, he, said, he was asking me, he's like, okay, who is this guy? I want to know because you're smiling, you're glowing, what's going on? And I told him where he's from. He's like, I'm from there too. I was like, yeah, I know you. He said, we're all related. It's small. It's a small town. I was like, no way. It's, it's too random. I just met you by chance. And who knew that that would become my husband, that, that person was the my husband's first cousin, um, but he was adopted. So they didn't have the same last name. So that's why I tell you, and I encourage you guys that, Nothing in your life just happens. Right. I I would not have 
sought the government job because I didn't think I was worthy of it had I not been homeless. I would have not opened up my life to date someone new because of the past experience. The past is just that. It doesn't determine your future. Um, it was my, it was my it was the person who I was dating and become my husband to say, I told him I was just like, I don't I said, I want to help people, but I can't. I'm a government servant and I can't educate people because I represent <laughs> the government. And so I told my mom that day, I was like, Mom, I'm gonna leave my job. And you know what? I was waiting for my mom to be like, all moms, what are you doing? Slow down. <laughs> Listen to what you're saying. And my mom said, you know what? You were meant to be a teacher. And that was like the aha moment for me because I was in from there. I had a one year plan. I said, one year from now, I'm going to walk away from this and I'm going to step back into the unknown. And the crazy part is I wasn't scared. (laughs) I was nervous because it's new, (laughs) but I wasn't. I think being homeless took the fear away what's the worst that could happen (laughs) I was just like I could always go back to my government position um so for me I stepped out I left one year later I left my government job and I started this business and I said you know what I just want to help women to be able to find that thing that they could do for a lifetime Mm. and not make it feel like work all the time and still be able to be great moms, great business women, and really create com- impact in their communities. That that was my big goal. Maybe, and uh, most people would think you were thinking about that all, that's what my goal was. And so nine months later, I was in Forbes. I did that thing um, as one of the fastest growing businesses. And that kind of changed the trajectory for me because I was the only woman, but the only woman of color could include it in that article. And so for me, I felt challenged to do more and to really be able to go out. And I started to share um, my journey and my story with people. And I let them in um, a little bit. Uh, the introvert in me, I love my work, but I'm still, a, I, I, I'm still an introvert, but I let people in and just let people see my journey. So for me, they're watching a movie. Like when I listen to and I go to people's DM and they DM me and they're like, I just love watching your story play out. I'm like, me too. We're both excited about this. Like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Like, <laughs> and so for me, they're like laughing and they're like, oh no, no. When I get excited about this, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. I really mean that because I can't believe the life that I've created for myself. And I told my children that I was going to become financially independent. And I did that. I'm, I am financially independent. And I remember my supervisor telling me, you're so young. Are you sure you're going to spend all your, all the rest, your rest of your life doing this work? I was like, I was, I was planning on spending the rest of my life doing this work. So <laughs> I, I trust me. I trust me. And um, she said, you'll be back. And a, a part of me was a little bit angry. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, wait, don't count me out. <laughs> you don't know my story. And so it wasn't until February 26th that this year that my mindset shifted because you're always shifting your mindset. Mm. New, new opportunities, new doors, new tables, and new rooms requires a new, a different upgraded mind. 
And so I was upset then the day that I walked out of my government position when she said, oh, you'll be back. Like, no, (laughs) you know, the rebel in me was my mom said the trailblazer in me was like, no way (laughs) I'm not coming back. (laughs) But little did you know, had I had the right mindset, I would have taken that in not such a negative way, because on February 26th, I was awarded uh, my company was selected for a government contract. So. I went from being on government assistance to being a government auditor and analyst to now still doing the thing that I love, which I thought was my bucket list job, and that was working with the government. So I'll still be working with the government, but I'll be doing it through the vision and the and the work that I was I've been called and called to do. And so sometimes it sometimes when people are saying things to you, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But then sometimes you have to listen to see. Is there any validity in what they're saying? So if she's listening to this podcast, I thank her for that, those words of encouragement that I took as a negative thing, but that thing that she said happened. And I am doing the same work with the same agency, but in a different capacity. So I tell you that life is a full circle, but it's the circle that you create. You can either create a box or a circle. And I said, you know what? I believe in being an ecosystem. So my circle continues to be bigger. It's like a puddle. When you drop a stone in the water, it keeps spreading. And so that's the impact that I am looking to continue to do. And last year, the BBC liked my story. Thanks so much to my partner, the partnerships that I have with self. They, they got, you guys got to see five minutes of 14 hours of filming of my life um, with the BBC. So your story is not just for you. Um, my story was heard by 50 million people across the globe. Wow. So keep telling your story. Cause I keep, I, every time someone asks me, I'm like, you guys have heard this, right? <laughs> and I'm like, let me keep here. Let me, cause it, and um, you know, my publicist is like, you got to keep telling your story because everybody hasn't heard it. And so I keep telling you, tell your story because it is a healing for you if you're in going through a struggle, but it's also strength for someone else because they need to be able to see that they're not alone and that if it happens to for her or for this group, that it can happen for me. So I continue to share my story, although sometimes I'm thinking, do they really want to hear this story? But this is only the beginning of the chapter of my life. I haven't done half of the things that I wrote down. I have 300 goals that I have wrote down for this decade. Um, And that seems like a lot to a lot of people. But if you break that down, that's only 30 things a year. If you break that down by 12, it's really not a lot. Yeah, Um, so doable. So it's very doable. And I told myself and I tell my team all the time at 1159 Central Standard Time, I'm going to finish the first book of my chapter. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) I was like, that's why I haven't wrote the book yet, because I'm still I haven't even got to editing yet. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where this journey takes me because it's truly just the beginning. Um, And 
when I say that your message and your story could make a global impact, I had no idea that it was going to go to that. But again, remember, I say life is my life is a full circle because a global agency reached out to me last week and said, hey, we like the work that you're doing in the U.S. Can you come and talk about it um, here to women entrepreneurs overseas? Wow. So I tell you guys that just to give you a little bit of background. But I also tell you this because I want you to know your background is the makeup, but it's not the destiny. Mm. I said, because you can change the makeup. It's just like a lipstick. You can change it. You can go to this. So think about those things. If there's something that's in your life that you feel like you're not sure about, then think about it. How does it make you feel? And it's okay to say no, <laughs> because right. no is a is closing a door, but opening a new one. Saying yes too many times to things that don't fulfill you are depleting you. So with that, <laughs> I hope that the bit of the story that you've gotten so far will help to inspire and encourage you because it's not just your story. Somebody else Mm. is going to read and listen to your book. Wow. I absolutely love that. And that's the purpose of this podcast, right? To share these inspirational stories, to share these resources, to share these amazing women who are doing what you have done. You have repurposed yourself. And what I love is you took a really hard experience And you said, I'm not going to let this define me and I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to repurpose this and I'm going to let this have a good outcome in my life. And then that has had an outcome, you know, in the lives of your boys now, you know, with your, with your new marriage and, you know, all these other people going global, like, wow, how amazing. And it really came down to you just making that decision of I'm going to think differently and then I'm going to do differently Right. So that I can be different. And it, what I love is that it doesn't matter where we are. So maybe it's yeah. a really hard circumstance yeah. in life. Maybe, right. you know, somebody who's listening is, you know, in their forties or fifties or sixties, and they feel mm-hmm. like it's too late to, you know, to never yourself or start something. You're right. No, it's, it's never, never too late. It's never too late. Forever. Yeah. Right. And so to take those things and, and to have, I loved your perspective of like the generational like impact that that was going to have as well, not only on your kids, mm-hmm on your grandkids and then the, how that right. gets passed down right. is amazing. Right. And right. I think that's something that's in our nurturing spirit as women, that we want to be able to pass that, that, that security on to, to yes. those <laughs> right yeah. ahead of us. So you are doing amazing work. I want to ask a couple of questions so we can get kind of practical for some people who are listening today. They're saying, you know, I really want to work on my financial, financial independence. Um, so I put a question out today on Facebook and just said, what does that look like for you? And I, I thought it was great what some of the people said. They said multiple streams of income mm-hmm. um, work that, are, that are all doing well and okay. practically not having to think about if I can afford the things of daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also being able, to be, being able to help their kids and connections, you know, to be able to do the things that they need to do, being able to give generously when someone has a need and not saying, I don't have anything to give. Um, mm-hmm. So how would you define financial independence? Let's, let's start there. And then I want to kind of get just a couple practical tips to start working that direction. I find, I define financial independence for myself as free. I find it as 
peace. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why is because so many people are up at night, um, losing sleep, trying to worry about tomorrow. Um, And it's unfortunate. And that is the thing that I would say, um, financial freedom is peace. Because Mm -hmm. when you have peace, then you have a clear mind. You can create the dynamics of the world that you want to live in. Um, You can create the options um, and take those trips. It doesn't all, you you can vacation on a Wednesday while everybody's at work. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? So I just said, you can truly be able to take care of your family if that's something that you want to do and give and give to others who are, that don't even know you, but you're the freedom that you have allows you to be able to create freedom for someone else. So the basis of it is peace because that's one of the things that so many people across this country and I'm sorry, across this globe worry about and that's freedom. And so for me, that starts with peace because once you are able, your mind is at peace your heart is at peace, you can really be able to start to look at, okay, what else can I do? Because Mm -hmm. I like the thing that people were saying that they wanted to create multiple streams of income. But one of the things that I always tell people is, and here's a nugget, it's great to have multiple streams of income, but make sure you're not creating multiple jobs. Mm, Right. (laughs) Because I see a lot of people, yes, they're creating multiple streams of income, but they are working in each one of them. And you want to be able to see how you can duplicate and make that passive income. I like sleep money. (laughs) So so make sure when you're creating those um, streams of income that you're not creating more work for yourself. There may be work in the beginning, but you you don't want to always have to work in them to create those streams of income. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, and now, especially with everything that's gone on in our world in the past year, I think people are rethinking Mm -hmm. what they want their life to look like, how they earn an income, what is going to build their future instead of being dependent on someone else and the uncertainty that can come from that. And, you know, and really taking control of their, of where they're going instead of leaving that someone else's. Right. And so I love what you're doing. I love what you're sharing and I love your story. So I know that you've got a a free gift that you want to give to our listeners today. So tell us real quickly what that's about, and then we'll put the link in the show notes. And then how can people follow you, get in touch with you, that type of thing? So definitely um, the life and money guide, they go hand in hand. Mm. Um, So created this amazing short list because I believe in creating things. We're busy. So we need something that's actionable that we can take in and implement right away. So that's why I said, you know what? I don't want you to have money, but not, um, I want, I don't want you to just have money and that you're free, but you're not in, you're, you're living, you're still miserable because I know a lot of people who have a lot of money and they're miserable. And that's just because of that life portion is chaos. So that's why I created this guide because I want you to be able to have a defense and offense. I want you to have, live a beautiful life would be able to make sure that you're financially secure. So these are some actionable things that you can implement now that's going to be able to imp- have a great impact. And I like quick wins because sometimes it's, we don't celebrate those quick things. So these, this guide is going to help create quick wins 
but it's also mm-hmm. going to be able to help educate you on some of the things that you may be doing, but some of the things that you that, that you're doing right that you can really be able to leverage. And some of those things that you're still kind of like, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but what what can I do to make, what can I check? So this is going to be a resource that's going to allow you to check and just truly just be able to give you that one, two, three. Um, so I really hope that you guys like, um, like it. And I also made sure that I put um, a bonus video in there for you guys to watch to get even more um, details about it. And you also get to see a little bit about my work because um, I wanted you guys, I wanted to share my work with you in another way. So that way you can really be able to see my clients and get to know how I've been able to impact their lives and how they're creating wealth for their families. So you will definitely love this guide. And one of the things I always tell people to do is if you want more resources on how to be able to shift your money, shift your money, add an additional comma to your bank account, because I love commas, yes. um, <laughs> uh, but also be able to get them, be get um, shift your mindset as well. Um, join my um, free Facebook group. It's called the Money Mindset Movement. I'm always in there. I'm doing some giveaways. I'm always doing ways to be able to pick my brain. Um, I love to be able to support my community. I keep it small on purpose. I do a lot of things on purpose because one of the things is I don't want anybody to feel invisible. So it's easier for me to be able to see what people are doing in there. They know that that nothing that their questions or their feedback won't be missed. So we'd love to be able to have you inside of the group. It's been a wonderful community, but if you really want to continue to be able to see what's coming out, because I have some amazing things that are coming down the pipeline that are I'm super excited about that I want to share with you guys, definitely follow me on all social media platforms, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm at Sharita M. Humphrey. Um, if you type in Sharita M. Humphrey, you'll see me on all of those platforms. And of course, you can always... Follow, um, go to my website at sharitamhumphrey.com. Make sure you follow, sign up for the newsletter because we are doing something for, for the next 12 weeks called Fast Forward Fridays. So if you have a financial question that you're not sure about, if you have a money question, a life question, if you just want to ask me a question about my life and my business and how I've been able to create my own path to wealth, that, that is an opportunity for you to be able to do this at no cost. So thank you, Lisa for continuing to empower women, repurpose women, but most importantly, uplift them. So I'm excited to be here. I look forward to continuing to support uh, awesome women like yourself. So thank you guys. And I look forward to hearing guys about what you think about the the group. Um, Make sure if you're a woman in business, um, you know, I write for the national SBDC, which helps small businesses across the country, the the U.S. So definitely look at those things um, to be able to help get even more guidance on how to be able to create your own path to wealth. I absolutely love that. Thank you for your generosity. I highly recommend if you are listening to go grab that life and money guide because it may be exactly what you need. There may be one little nugget in there that could make a difference. And you may be looking back on this day and saying, that was my moment that changed the trajectory of where I am. And I feel like when there's something this good, I just got to say, do not keep this to yourself, right? So if you have people in your life who are not at peace about where they're at financially and about their future, you know, they've got stress, they have concerns, they, you know, are just living the paycheck to paycheck life and want more, share, please share this podcast with them because we want to spread this message, right? To as many women as possible, because I truly believe that when we're in a better place financially, as well as with our health, then we can better do the things that we've been called to do. 
like you said. So, and for me, I mean, just some of you know my story. I was a teacher and I just didn't want to keep trading a whole lot of time uh, for a little bit of money. And so I didn't really know there were other options. And I, I started an online business. And like you said, I'm, I'm creating that sleep money. That's what I'm working towards. So that way we can just enjoy life in this stage of life and all the things that come from it and have that legacy to pass on to future generations. So I will drop a link to my online business guide with five things to look for to find the good fit for you. Cause there are a lot of options out there. So it's gotta be something that, you know, works for you. Like you said, it's not just another job, but something that really is going to work for you. So I will put that in there as well. And um, just thank you everyone for being with us today. Sharita, if you had one last thing to just encourage us with real quick, what would it be? I would say that where, if you're not where you want to be, remember it's a process to get to your purpose and your mm-hmm. purpose is already inside of you. It's just manifesting, but it needs you to activate it. Love it. Love it. That's what we are all about. Let's repurpose ourselves, not only in our finances, but our health and life and how we're making an impact in the world. So thank you so much, Sharita, for joining us today. Thank you everyone for listening and sharing this with those you love. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. And I can't wait for you to join in the conversations afterwards in our new Facebook group, Women Repurposed After 40, where you can hang out with me, our fantastic podcast guests, and amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes while it's top of mind. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.